Hello and welcome to 90 Hayden Row, the podcast that focuses on all things Hopkinton High School, where each episode will discuss all types of news and updates pertaining to HHS, celebrate our many student successes and accomplishments, highlight our incredible teaching staff, take on the newest and maybe controversial topics in education, share some personal stories and reflect on what life is like for students, parents and staff up on the hill. I'm Evan Bishop, principal here at the high school, and today's show is all about clubs and the importance of getting involved during your high school years. We recently had our club fair here at the high school with over 50 clubs represented. Students during their lunch period on Wednesday were able to grab some lunch and head into the athletic center to hear from all the different club leaders, anything from robotics to clay club to engineering to debate and the list goes on and on. It was great to see the energy and the enthusiasm that students had as they walked from table to table to gather information about the different opportunities that we have and maybe put their name down on an email list as they hope to, to partake in that club moving forward. From my perspective, getting involved is, is really important during a student's high school experience for a variety of different reasons. I think it helps them discover maybe some new possibilities that could spur maybe a passion that they either knew that they had or maybe they didn't even know that they had a student. Could introduce to different career options, whether it's debate, technology, engineering, and, and many others. I believe it helps with the transition, particularly for our incoming ninth grade. We have a lot of transitions here in Hopkinton transitioning from elementary to elementary to then the middle school and to the high school. And that change in routine can be challenging. The relationship building, the environment, all of those things play into some anxiety around transitions. And I think continuing or discovering activities that can help you find that passion and find some students that you might connect with and have similar interests really help with the transition to make it go even more smooth. I think getting involved, while it adds to the overall plate of students, also helps relieve some of that academic pressure. I think it's a really nice outlet and often a much needed break from the stress, homework and studying that a lot of our students find themselves. It helps build important skills, no matter what the future holds for a students. Skills like teamwork, cooperation, creative problem solving, decision making and leadership will always be really important. And many of our extracurricular activities allow the development of these skills that are transferable to school, family, and, and future. Like I talked about the importance of making connections, especially with those who have similar interests in different grade levels, maybe. You know, we talk a lot about community and culture and connection here. I think clubs is a huge part of that experience throughout the course of a student's four years. I think students are often told that it's important to get involved during high school and that it will benefit them when they get to college. But really is the, the benefit of an extracurricular activity. And, and from my understanding in my role as principal and my prior role as a school counselor, is colleges like to admit students who can demonstrate commitment to pursuits outside of their required academics. Students who participate in extracurriculars that they are passionate about, whether that's student government, whether it's sports, arts, performance, will have a stronger application regardless of where they want to attend. 
And to me, it's more about quality over quantity. Students who dedicate their time to a few core passions rather than a long list of clubs that they are, aren't always interested in will serve them better in that process. So not only is it important to make connections and make the most of your four years here, it's also going to help you as you move forward past the high school, maybe finding those passions, but also maybe catching the eye of a college admissions rep uh, for those that are, are interested in taking that next step. So speaking of the club fair that we just recently had, we are very fortunate to have Marissa and our friends at HHS today in our class here, HHS TV, walk around the club fair and talk to a lot of our different club leaders and a lot of different students who are looking at the different options. What's your name, what's your club, and tell me a little bit about your club. Uh, my name is Mora, and I'm a co-president of a new club um, that we're starting. Um, it's called Athletes Wellbeing, um, and so we're going to meet once a month um, to discuss a bunch of topics related to student-athletes, such as um, mental health, um, motivation, time management, um, and we're just going to give some tips and have discussions and hopefully get some guest speakers in. Hi, um, my name is Kavya, and the name of our club is Chinese Culture Club, and we meet every other Thursdays to try new foods and learn more about Chinese culture. Hi, my name is Maggie. I'm in Gardening Club, and our club is all about um, growing a bunch of different plants like herbs and sunflowers, lettuce. We planted a bunch of different stuff last year, and yeah, that's really what we like to do. I'm Matt. Uh, this is the Community Service Club, and it's a great way for people to get service hours with no real commitment. Um, I'm Naomi Lambert. Salem Bradley is the leader of the club. It's GSA, Gender Sexuality Alliance. And it's basically a social, like, safe space for LGBT kids. Yeah, I'm Ishi. My club's name is HOSA, and we are future health professionals. So um, we promote career exploration in healthcare. So we do CPR first aid trainings throughout the year. We go to conferences and um, have workshops. Um, I'm Sinjini Gupta. I'm the treasurer of the Neuroscience Club, and our club is basically just everything about the brain and how it works. Um, my name is Bhavya Ravi, um, and our cl my club is Model UN. I run it with two other officers, and basically we just kind of simulate what it would be like to be in like the United Nations. My name is Odundo, and this is Fashion Club. And Fashion Club is just a club where people can come, talk about fashion, learn how to sew, and um, pretty much just do whatever they want, have creative freedom, and it's, for, it's open to everyone. I'm Kate, um, this is Craft Club, and we knit, crochet, and make other things like necklaces and bracelets, and it meets every Tuesday. One new club that caught the eye of many students at Club Fair is one that's been developed by seniors Morris Souza and junior Camille Perlov called Athletes in Wellbeing. And we have the two of them on the podcast here today to find out a little bit more about that club. Maura, Camille, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about this new club and how it came about. Okay, so we started, Maura and I started up this club to um, sort of break the stigma against men, um, against athletes kind of feeling like they can't share their thoughts with mental health or they sort of have to hide their feelings because sometimes athletes do feel like they have to be tough mentally and I feel like this club is sort of just a safe, safe space for them to just come and get everything off their chest. And we have basically a whole organizer for every time we meet once a month. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be different things every single time. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so kind of last spring, um, I was really just involved with like, a lot of things with like mental health, and I started to think like how this really like translates to um, athletics and how there's not a lot of resources for student athletes. So I was talking with Camille, who's um, one of my field hockey teammates, um, who I knew was also interested in this topic, and we decided to try and come up with some sort of like a club for support at the school. Um, I've seen um, mental health and different well, wellness-related issues um, affect lots of athletes, whether it be at our school, on my club team, um, and it's just tough to find like a place for them to be able to discuss or get tips. Um, um, so what we were thinking that this club could be a way to um, inform, but also to um, have like open discussions, because um, I just see it affect so many different kids with um, different topics, anything from motivation to time management to more serious mental health issues. And so this would just be a place to kind of like uncover a host of different topics related to what the people who show up need. So thank you. Uh, it's a very interesting uh, idea for a club. And you talk about how you've, other kids in the school you've spoken to have had issues with this. When you think of athletics, and as a former uh, long, long time ago athlete myself, you don't often kind of make the connection between mental health and athletics. And you've seen some more and more discussions happening with mm -hmm. some professional athletes. Uh, and I give you a lot of credit for getting this going. But how did it act? Did it, were the two of you talking about it? Were other kids talking about it? Like when it actually started, were there certain things that were happening, whether it be with some female uh, athletes or male athletes? that got you thinking like this is something we really need here you know because it's again yeah. like you mentioned it's tough you don't often think that these things are, are connected but they so are uh, yeah. in, in a lot of ways um i've definitely heard like it's it's pretty situational but i've heard things come up on almost like every sports team um whether it be issues with other teammates issues with coaches issues with personal like um motivation or just uh uh, nutrition information and stuff like that. I feel like it's pretty situational de <clears throat> dependent on the team, but I have heard a lot of situations where um, athletes at our school have kind of felt stuck um, and unsure necessarily where to turn to. Um, and so, especially as a captain, you have kind of a lot of uh, different underclassmen and stuff kind of coming up and telling you different things that are bothering them. And so I was kind of getting inundated with a bunch of different things. And I was like, wow, this is kind of a larger issue. True. And so with any club here at the high school, you typically need to have an advisor. So how did you go about kind of picking the advisor? Who is the advisor and how are they going to be able to support you? Um, okay. So we, our advisors are Miss Donahue and Miss Bacon. Miss Donahue is a sophomore math teacher and she was my math teacher last year. And she explained to me when I first started last year, how, um, she played college soccer and when I was when we were thinking of advisors I thought that Miss Donahue would be a great advisor because she sort of has gone through the whole recruitment process has gone through like all of the like athletic like I guess like experience yeah, yeah. experience yep. so she kind of understands the process so I thought she would be a really good advisor Miss Bacon um she is super interested in sports and is like yeah, I think she, she's got some kids in sports yeah. and she mm -hmm. played in high school and is really big on like mental health mm -hmm. awareness. Mm -hmm. um, and so we kind of just, we thought of a bunch of people who we thought might have a mix of both and we emailed it out and we got a lot of responses. Miss um, Bacon and Ms. Donahue were two people that really said they could commit to this and really wanted to make this work. 
Um, but we've got, we have got a bunch of other teachers and guidance counselors and Miss Murray and other people who want to support the club, um, but might not necessarily be able to be there every week mm -hmm. or um, if we plan on doing once a month, I think. Um, but who are there to support if we need, sure. which is amazing. Which is great. Uh, so you, you mentioned you're thinking about it having meet once a month. Mm -hmm. uh, when's the first meeting? So we haven't established that yet because we're, we were trying to figure out tying with like sports. So we're thinking maybe we'll do like before school, like a 7 to 7.45 or something like that. Um, maybe Thursday mornings, but we're still trying to work that out. I think that the um, first meeting probably we'd start at the beginning of October. Um, we're just trying to finalize some stuff and, and it's open to all places. athletes not just seasonal mm -hmm. athletes oh, yes. it's not just the yeah. fall it's open yeah. anywhere yeah um, and so I guess the, one of the last questions I have is with sensitive topics like mm -hmm. this how do you create the safe space where students are are comfortable sharing mm -hmm. have you thought a little bit about how that might work yeah um, I think just making sure like we really like reiterate that it's like an open discussion and that everything like stays in the room um, I know that some of the guidance counselors have offered to um, be there if it's like a more particularly um, touchy subject and if anybody really wants to talk one-on-one -on -one or something about that. Um, but just really making sure that everybody like feels comfortable, I guess, by like showing that like we're all sharing things and hopefully try to get an open discussion. Yeah, and like m many athletes have been through this um, particular subject and I feel like it's just a place where we all support each other and it's a judgment-free zone and we're all just open ears listening. So it's great. The idea of it's fantastic. It, it, you know, I have daughters now who are in fifth grade who are just gotten into the kind of club soccer mm -hmm. circuit and you can already see kind of the different levels and mm -hmm. the competition and it, it just starts so much younger than I remember it starting when I was in, uh, when I was that age. And, uh, just the different pressures and different opportunities and feeling like you have to mm -hmm. at least be part of something all the time. Uh, and I can see that adding quite a bit of stress to uh, athletics, which are supposed to be meant to be enjoyable yeah. and fun, right? So uh, how do you get involved? Last thing, how do you, uh, if a student wants to be part of this, they are competing at the freshman JV varsity level, any sport, how do they get involved in this club? Yeah, um, they can email either Camille or myself or any of our advisors. Um, I think we're going to try and get like a flyer in the memo with some more information um, but yeah you can reach out to any of us and we will put you on our email list and look forward to starting this off awesome yeah I'd love to come and, and, and take yeah. part in some of yeah, the conversations of as well I think it'd be fascinating so thank you so much for doing this yeah. I think it's a great idea and thanks for coming on the podcast <laughs> yeah thank you of course right. we're fortunate now to have with us assistant principal Laura Tice Miss Tice is in her third year as assistant principal Prior to that, spent over 10 years as a Spanish teacher here at the high school. So she knows a lot about the different opportunities that are offered. And part of her role as an assistant principal is overseeing the clubs and the different student activities. And she'd be the first one to tell you that we've seen more and more different requests when it comes to adding different clubs here at the high school. So we have so many clubs and opportunities for kids at Hopkinton High School. And I think people were able to see that yesterday during our first school-wide club fair. During orientation, we had a smaller club fair for our ninth graders, and yesterday we had the school-wide one where we had over 40 clubs represented in the athletic center, and students were able to go and learn more, talk to other students that were involved, and sign up. Now, if people missed that, or maybe they are interested in something else that exists but wasn't represented, we do have what we call our virtual club fair, and that is a spreadsheet 
that will be sent out on the upcoming student memo or current student memo, Great. depending on when this is going out. <laughs> um, but they can find the spreadsheet that will have the point of contact. Who do I contact in order to become involved? Some more information about it uh, might include when they meet and where they meet. So show up, you know, just because you show interest, right? Just because you sign up or you go to a meeting doesn't mean you have to be there for every single thing. We understand people have busy schedules. You might not always be able to attend, but that's one of the great things about clubs is it creates that low stakes opportunity for people to try something new or to further explore a passion that they may have in so many different ways. So um, I remember when I started here probably about 16 years ago, there was maybe 15 to 20 clubs. Mm -hmm. Now there's over 50. Absolutely, yeah. So how, how does one go about starting a club? And I believe you're the one that oversees mm -hmm. that. So tell us how that process works. Yeah, so we do actually have a, a procedure in place for that. And one thing that we ask students when they're interested in starting a club is kind of what clubs have you been involved in? I think it's important for students to get involved first to see how is a club run? What are the opportunities out there? What are the options available? And if there is something missing, and we have students, we have so many more students than there existed back then, and people have a wide range of interests. So if there is something that we're missing, we ask that they email me or just you know contact me. And I have a, um, there's a Google form, there's a survey that students can fill out. They provide all the information. And, and with that, clubs need advisors. We need to have a, a guarantee that there's some students interested. You know, And I think one of the things that usually happens when we start clubs, we may start it with just a few kids and then it grows because students will start a club with just their close friends, right? They share an interest, they start it. But that doesn't mean that kids in other grades don't have to share that interest as well. And so I think that's the really cool part is seeing how they grow over the years. And we have opportunities for students to get the new club out there. We have the student memo, people can put up flyers, um, different ways to advertise. I know some people use social media for that as well. So um, if there is that interest, there's something that's missing, you know, reach out. If, if, even if it's like, I, I think there might be this club, I'm not sure, you have any questions, you can always reach out. We have lots of teachers that are involved, but also in the main office, we can help anybody sure. out with that. Has there been any new clubs that have been brought to your attention to try to start one that you feel has been really unique or that one that you'd like to join yourself? Oh, goodness. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. And when I think about, and there's so many, right? So we have Crafting is, is a new one that's come up, and that is super interesting to me. I did see me. a lot of kids around that table. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's something yeah. – that would be something that I haven't done in the past, right? That's some, that's not a skill I think I have. That's something that I would like to explore to build my skills, right? And I, I recently talked to some students about doing board games, right, and kind of that re getting that games club back out mm -hmm. there. And that is something I feel like would just be fun and just like a, a nice way to, to meet new people. Um, I think we've had a lot of passion – around mental health. Mm -hmm. And so we, we have a new athletes well-being uh, club that I, I think is going to be a really interesting tie to our athletics department as well, and is going to hopefully fill a void or, or find a space that students need to talk about things that are specific to their situation and then find connection amongst each other and, and find support. So I think that's really cool. Not something I necessarily would join, um, but- mm -hmm. There's so, a lot that I would join. I think. Oh, there's so well, many. The list. There's so many, I think. Um, you know, we have our, a really strong diversity club. They're super um, passionate about getting ideas out there and to promoting different events that are happening, different holidays, and trying to bring people together. I think that that would be, you know, top of my list of joining as well. So I think we have whatever people are interested in. Sure. I think we have an option. Now, you mentioned it a little bit earlier in terms of how to uh, get information out. Yeah. Uh, for any 
parents listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. is there an opportunity for them to kind of see when different clubs are meeting or is it mostly through students letting the parents know? How does that work? I would say it's mostly from students letting the parents know. And, and while all clubs have advisors, a lot of them really are student-led. When we're in high school, the students are able to have those meetings. They're able to you know help determine the schedule. We have staff members that are there, but we really try to put that responsibility on our, our older students, our upperclassmen. And sometimes they communicate through Schoology, for example. They may create a Schoology page, and that's the way they get announcements out. Otherwise, it might be through email. They create email groups. There's, there's different ways that students communicate. So I would say that's primarily to the students. Sure. Yep. If parents are interested in what we have, we do have a list on the website that has been updated with our list of clubs. So that's a great place to look. And again, if you have questions, you can always reach out to, sure. to the main office and and we can help our counselors also have access to the lists. Awesome, great. Well, Ms. Mm-hmm. Tice, thank you so much for joining us yeah, here course. today and giving us the kind of process on how to start a club and get mm-hmm. involved. We appreciate all the work that you're doing. Yeah, well, thank you. It's really, it's those are really fun conversations to have when students are, are really passionate about something and want to start a club or you know, need help in doing something related to their club. Like the, they, sh- they show how excited they are in those moments and I love those conversations, so this is great. Thank you, Ms. Tice, and thank you, Marissa, and to our friends at HHS-TV. We appreciate the help and support as we talk a little bit about the importance of getting involved here at the high school. Thanks again for listening. We look forward to hearing from you in terms of what you'd like us to discuss, maybe some people you'd like us to have on the podcast. Keep smiling, be positive, and be kind to one another.